Beef Nation, let's ride. Beef Nation, let's ride. Beef Nation, let's ride. Beef Nation, let's ride. What's up, Beef Nation? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Boys Expressing Emotions and Feelings. As always, I'm Matt McPherson, and I got Jack Hanenkamp. Yo, yo. Sean Dybul. Good to be here. And Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. Sup, cuties? Big news. Jack's sister just got engaged. Round of applause. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats to your sister. Hey, thank you guys. Megan and Jake, very proud to have uh, shared that experience with you guys. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Um, Jake's a part of the family now. I know. And hey, last name Queen, Megan Queen. Listen to this. When she signs her name like legally, when she gets a you know on her ID, it's gonna say Queen Megan. So that's pretty oh, tough. That, that is sick. Oh, that's that sick. is really tough. So now you can just refer to her as that if so, you guys would like. Like where was the proposal? How did it go down? Like give us some give us some background. So uh actually, believe it or not, this was a surprise that <clears> we had to keep f- from uh Megan since the months of month of March. Jake did a great job planning this out. Did it since March? You said like six yeah. months. Wow, I know. We all had to keep it a secret, and there definitely there were some tough times. Like when I was in San Francisco, I uh, was saying bye to her because she's and lives in North Carolina, and she goes, I, "I really hope I get to see you before Thanksgiving. Like it'd be so fun if you could like come down and we could hang out." I was like, "Yeah, totally. I'll definitely do that." I wanted to keep a secret, didn't want to spill the beans. Did you so, almost spill the beans? I did. I like caught myself before I said something. Topsail, North Carolina, low key. The best beach I've been to, guys. Uh, beach in September, oh, wow. great time. Uh, perfect weather, perfect water. Not a lot of people there. Wide, sandy beaches. And can you really ask for much more? Sounds like you could live there for like the rest of your life, potentially. Dude, maybe like a week at max. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was dope. Um, I'm excited for the wedding now because who doesn't love a good wedding i know we've dove into that topic already but yeah big moment in the family first a sibling to get engaged so you know you know the pressure's on now there's only one person in front of me to get engaged and then it's me speaking of love what are your top two love languages is that the right way to phrase it so there there are five different love languages gotcha can you give us yeah what are they so there's acts of service so like when they do things for you like pick up your food quality time just spending time with the person words of affirmation you know like saying i love you and being like you're an amazing person um physical touch and am i blanking on the gifts 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 thank you sean yes and is that acts of service or is that a different no that is different different. it's like gift giving yeah and just for some background we decided to do this because like love's been in the air these last few podcasts and episodes. it's fall fall is definitely fall. a season like of love season yeah, yeah. so we it's thought- fall y'all <laughs> it is mick p anyway though, so we thought it'd be cool to go through our five right yeah so we'll go top, in order and then we're we'll- we doing two or we're doing all five we can go over all five okay so we'll rank each Just of our go- top five maybe like a quick summary on you why we like rank top order. i think i think i think we should do five just dive we'll go over your five just same in a row okay so I have my five. If I can, he's prepared. Up. Yeah. So I would say that number one for me is quality time. Okay. I enjoy like being around the person. And let's clarify. Also, I meant to say this: like the way you love your friend or your mom is I different f- than a significant other. Like yeah, this is a for partner. Sure. 
Like what I would want out of a f- friend is I definitely love my significant other differently than I love my mom. Oh, so yes. thank you for Nicholson, clarifying that, Nicholson. Smacking my ass, mom. If I talk to you, love language, bro. Jesus, just showing affection. Christ, mom, don't it's not that big a deal, bro. So I love you. We all express actually, it in different ways. What did I say? My one would be quality time. Yeah, yeah. One, you said I one. take that back. Actually, my one would be words of affirmation. Two would be touch. Three would be quality time. Four would be acts of service. And five would be gifts. That would be my top five. So, yeah. Words, touch, quality time, acts of service, gifts. Well, why would be one through five. Yeah, what? Why is that your number one? Um, I think it's important to, to tell people that you care about that you care about them. Because like, you never know when it might be your last day. or like. So, you just got to like let them know. Like, and also, like words of affirmation, I've also realized, are also just like being positive with your um significant other being like yeah you're so smart like oh my god like you're going to kill whatever you're doing like yeah just always <laughs> no being, but like he's right yeah, he's yeah right. just like it's always like reaffirming the other person and whatever they're doing next and not being like a debbie downer yeah you got to pump them up to help them reach their highest goals yeah and, and this is what you want to receive that can fuel a lot of good energy too if, like it's got a big meeting and you know you're obviously getting nervous you got butterflies in your stomach right before you're about to walk in you just replaying what your loved one says in your head that's some good your best ed- friend some good juju going into that meeting that's for sure for sure definitely so it's like a little bit of the whole uh, i'm a big believer in manifesting your destinies like you know seeing your outcome so if your significant other is playing a part into that that's definitely huge i'm not saying there's any right answers but i think gift giving would probably be a popular last pick for like the least important love language yeah but some people love like giving it's, gifts like getting gifts but people some people love giving gifts as well like, yeah i think you're interpreting it as like getting a gift but this is isn't that, that what, is, how isn't we that are what it is though it. no isn't it giving gift like you're giving but I, it's how give you it. receive love so how you like to receive love uh, and one way you can receive love is by people giving you gifts yeah. what's yours jack i'd say one is definitely quality time two physical touch three words of affirmation four acts of service five gift giving yeah, for me, quality time can best be summed up when you're on a long drive and it's quiet and you don't even feel the need to fill the air with any words because you're just so comfortable in your silence. Like to me, that's the ultimate love. So that's kind of like, like past like the small talk. You're exactly. Just, like, comfortable with yeah. them in like your own unique self. Yeah, like you're, yeah. you you wear what you want to wear. You like have your weird mannerisms. Like I'm sure when McPherson gets that level, this girl, he's going to be blah, 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 all over the place. <laughs> all the time. She's going to hear it. And she's going to do it back. And that's freaking sweet. She'll she's going to open up my ass and go, <laughs> <laughs> my babe. <laughs> Number one love language, physical touch. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Babe, I'm driving. <laughs> but I love it. Keep going. Keep, keep going. going. <laughs> keep going. I love it. Um, um, do you want to go? Nah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should follow that so up. So what's your number one? Though? <laughs> <laughs> Giving so, gifts. So, but my my number one is physical touch. My number two is Qu- quick length, though, dude, just, I love getting my back scratched. That shit fucks. Yeah, I'm a big snuggles guys. I, lo- I love the snuggles. Uh, number three is quality time. And then I'll, I'll be different. I'll put four. What was two? You didn't say two, did you? Yeah, words of affirmation, my bad. Oh, okay. Three, three quality time. I may not have said it. Four 
I'll I'll put gift giving here and then I'll say five acts of service. Um, and so when I was thinking about this, the reason why my number one and two are what they are, I've realized is because that's how I also, I've realized how I give out love is through touch and uh, words of affirmation. So like those are the two ways I express love the most. So I've realized those are also like the ways I like to receive it. That's probably pretty common though, right? That yeah. the ones that you like the most are the ones that you give. Yes, a hundred percent. And then, cause like, cause I was struggling with quality time cause I love quality time as well. But then I like, I was thinking like my last girlfriend that I had, we dated mostly long distance. Mm -hmm. So, and we also, we had a great relationship. So like the whole spending time constantly together wasn't like a huge aspect of our relationship. So that's why I put it there three. And then the only reason I'm putting gift giving at four is when you're dating someone and you open that gift and you think about all like the time and effort and like the thought that they put into the gift and you're like, whoa, like this actually like is an amazing gift. Like you really know me well or you really know what I want. Like sometimes like you can just get like a gift and you're just like, holy crap. Like, dude, I'm so bad at giving gifts. Oh, I'm not honestly, I am too. It's honestly a pretty underappreciated talent that some people have. But for yeah, sure. every, every girl that I've dated so far has been a very, very thoughtful gift giver, which underappreciated. If you can get a someone that can like really give thoughtful gifts that are like meaningful to you on like important like important like a, your birthday is an important occasion or but also like the random gifts. Like if you just like oh this made me think of you like those yes. are yeah, like coming home with flowers yes. just on like, a Tuesday. Yeah. My uh like good example, my last ex, like mm. she didn't go to Virginia Tech and she was out thrifting and found this sick Virginia Tech like polo and was just like, hey, like I got you this because like I saw it and I knew how much you would love it. And it's like, that's like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's like a perfect yeah. 10 out of 10 gift. Are the love languages for how you give out love this the is same? What, no, I, no, not I think necessarily, it's but I think I've realized There's that mine correlate. Okay. Heavily. Let, let's let McPherson do his five. Number one, physical touch. I practice yeah, I like. it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My second one, I guess would be words of affirmation. I love saying like, it's probably so cringy, but I love saying like cutie. Me too. And what's up, gorgeous baby? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't really say you baby. Know the baby guy. I, no, babe. <laughs> babe, wait. Babe, I like, I like wait. saying cutie and like gorgeous. Acts of service, I think, is three. Because I like doing that. I like um, just like you know, going out of your way to do things for someone else. I think we said that it like goes a long way. Yeah. What are the other ones? Gift Get, giving and and I quality, think quality time are your last two. Quality time would be four. I love hanging out with uh, the girl I love. That's a crazy concept. Because yeah, that's that just uh, that's your best friend at that point. Yeah. I think we can all agree when you're dating someone, but they I, are your best friend. I think quick inner like quality time means like you feel like you are loved by the amount of time that like you want like by they spend with you like yeah. that's how you feel it's not life. like i need to be with them all the time you know what i mean but yeah. like when we're hanging out it's a blast got you you know what i'm saying you're always looking forward to it oh for sure and then qt guy would be gifts gifts yeah because i like giving gifts i like getting gifts but i think it's more um i think it's probably the easiest to cut out i've yeah. i have two questions off that one do you think it will change when you're either married 
and dash or living with someone like i feel like access service may go up more mm. when you live with someone like if they're pouring themselves a cup of coffee in the morning they should pour you a cup of coffee in the morning right like the Dishes, little things like that yeah like cleaning that up behind them more when you're living with your significant other versus now like you don't like is quality time way more because you're not living with them when like you're living with them every day and i don't know no i'm not that's, saying that's the case I i'm think, just thinking I mean, that's a very loud. good point. it's just like about that how yeah your your relationship with them grows like what you need from them sure, changes things and change fluctuates given, like, the environment yeah you know how like when you get married no like <laughs> like yeah they say um what how much like 50 percent of marriages end in a divorce out they say yeah, yeah that's around yeah. That. i just like don't that's like terrifying to me because i i'm not one to get divorced you know what i'm saying but it, it would scare me so much if that was reality at a certain point i feel like this could totally be wrong but this is just a thought i had i feel like if you get divorced the chances you get divorced again are so much higher so that probably I think that is true adds into the number being so oh that's a good point. inflated like i never hear you rarely hear people like yeah they have a second marriage and it worked out like so you, you know think, yeah maybe it's the a percentage trait. people that got divorced are getting divorced again yeah <laughs> we gotta we gotta really dig deeper yeah, into, like, yeah, what's numbers. the percentage of people that have been divorced that number well, would be lower uh, than marriages I'll, I'll that have been the, divorced like the biggest correlation with divorce rates not to be like so like blunt is if you grew up in a family where your parents got divorced that would sure have the biggest correlation in that which it's like sad to say but it's usually like the fact with those types of um statistics like you're you know it's like kind of like a possibility and you're kind of like scared of it happening sure so you're it's also crazy because nobody gets married with the intention to get divorced mm -mm. you know what i mean but it happens so often you would right. think as a society we would evolve to make it not so right like if you think about it all the weddings that you go to like in theory half of them will like end right half of those like marriages will well end. you shouldn't say that because i've only been to one wedding and the next one i'm going to go to is my sister's <laughs> so please chill out no that i thought first you said one, you've never first... been to a wedding we had this topic topic yeah i thought you said you'd never been to one i've me. been to one that wedding. oh that was you oh my fault steve you said i've been to one okay yeah so 50 percent of those zero is gonna well end like <laughs> hopefully that's not the case right like hope, i know i'm just, I'm just saying like, it's kind of wild to think no about. i agree and it's the same thing you know the one thing that is similar to me is how people always say that by the time you're 25 or whatever there's like a 98 percent chance that you've already met your wife i don't believe that's that. crazy yeah i think they say by 23 like the I odds think that's, are like 90 percent. i think it's probably more relative to older generations when you like would get married way younger and mostly stay in the same area after college and stuff and now i think people are branching out well, and delaying when they get married here's a crazy stat for you it's still yeah i was about to say it's still true to this half, day half of Americans will never live outside their zip code that they were born in. So people who were born in small towns, like they're gonna, they know that the person they're gonna marry from probably like the age of three. Right, exactly. So like it's so <laughs> skewed versus like if you, like we've all lived outside like our zip code well, that, that we were born in. That makes sense though, because like they're all just having babies at the same time. They're all lining up age-wise i guess so yeah also that, my other question America. was going to be and then we can move on from this topic if we want we hit but the wheel yeah do you think that it's different for men versus women for those five like we all had physical touch very high up do you think that that's just unique for the four of us do you think i think it depends between yeah we're gonna put a poll up on our instagram this week and have the ladies write in okay yeah the ladies of beef nation yeah. write in their top five or like rank their Leaf five nation 
shout out to all the ladies of Leaf Nation, our fuddies. We appreciate you guys. We're eager to tap into that market a little bit more. But uh, you know, let's move on. Let's uh, let's go ahead and spin that wheel, boys. How you feeling about that? Oh yeah. Let's introduce these topics. Yeah, man. absolutely. All right, we got uh, tonight. We're working with social anxiety, mm-hmm. sauce color, mm-hmm. bars versus clubs, and that was uh, written into us by my cousin in law, I think. Yes. That has got. We talked about them in the last podcast. So shout out Colton for that. Shout topic. out Colton. Appreciate you and keep writing Thanks, in Colton. stuff to beef nation keep writing in new topics to us to the email or to test texting us the instagram whatever but like your topics are cool and we want to do them so keep sending them in absolutely moving on we got rest of the year ick yes this was sent in to uh to us by my sister's best friend alex ellison love her um great topic great topic shout out alex shout out out thank you yes and last we got would you let your girlfriend put a finger up your butt all right, awesome time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and spin that wheel, boys. Spin that wheel. Spin the wheel. Social anxiety. Oh. What? <laughs> all right. So, you know, as humans, we're not all perfect. We're a little rough around the edges. We've got some things we need to work on. All of us has those little ticks, those little habits that maybe drive us a little bit up the wall when we're getting ready to go into a new social experience. All of us are in different kind of points in our post-college career, but I'm sure Matt and Sean, Stevie and Sean can speak to this about being in a little bit more of a routine profession about being in social anxiety, but McPherson and I have our own things too. Just wondering something that you guys have noticed about yourself that you would like to improve upon or, you know, whatnot. So the topic is, things that we've been like events we've gone to we've experienced social anxiety at recently post-graduation absolutely okay cool who who wants to bat first mcpherson yeah i guess um i don't have like specific events i go to but we um we just recently saw uh chris perform in dc which was interesting because he's like semi-canceled, but semi-controversial. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting to see that. But he said something I, I related to a lot. Um, he said every time he walks into a room, he feels like people don't like him. Um, and I was like, damn. Like I've never been able to like put that into words, but I like definitely do feel that way too. I feel like um, whenever I do. Yeah, whenever I go someplace with my friends, even if we like go out to a bar, I walk in, I'm like, immediately, I'm like, oh, people in here don't fuck with me. If I meet somebody new, I have to win them over. And I guess that's why I try to be funny. Like, even when we went to uh, dinner the other day, I was saying like some shit to make me laugh and also like my friends laugh, but it was pretty like out there at certain times. And you went to dinner with myself stevie and you and another friend but then his friends right. that we didn't know for context mm-hmm. so some people that we hadn't met before right and so, so like i i get there I'm, and it's you know it's like i gotta impress these people i gotta make them laugh mm-hmm. and which i don't think is a healthy way to deal with it i it's not the unhealthiest way i could tell yeah. i could tell that not you were trying to be funny but that you were feeling social anxiety from that scenario I could feel like you're 
I don't want to say, I feel like awkward is too harsh of a term. It was almost like he got rattled when the first joke didn't hit. Yeah, to an extent. Like, you're you're picking up, like, that's the right, like, energy that was kind of there. But that wasn't exactly true. But that, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I think that's a very normal feeling to have. It's just like you're kind of uh, setting yourself up not to be hurt a little bit. Like, if you kind of go in there with this, with, like, the feeling that they already don't like you if they're if they end up not liking you then you're kind of like whatever like that was my thoughts before i came in yeah and i also get um well i don't know if i agree with that i just um yeah they they don't know me they have no reason to dislike me or like me but i think inherently i am such a judgmental person which i think is deep down the problem because i judge people like so quickly like immediately off the bat um so i guess i just think everybody else is like programmed that way it's i think it's hard to walk into a room and really just like feel all the energy be positive because Mm -hmm. there's you have to take in so many different stimulating things right like you might see someone you know and then people are looking at you funny when you walk through the door or just you see someone make weird eye contact with you right i don't think it's necessarily a you thing and that you're assuming that people don't like you. Mm-hmm. It's just a very natural feeling that I don't want to be perceived as someone as I'm not. So I'm going to almost over exude myself in how I want to be perceived. Right. right? I want to like really amplify how funny I am or how, you know, I can really keep a conversation or whatever X, Y, and Z. Right. And like I said, I think it, it stems from me myself being a pretty judgmental person, which I think I need to work on. Well, do you, I was just going to say something that I've learned in uh, one of my counseling classes is like one of my professors going over. It's not judging. You're just assessing. Everyone goes into a room of new people that they've never met. And the first thing that you do in your brain subconsciously is you're assessing the entire situation. It's, I, I think you're being tough on yourself with saying that you're judging them. I think you're just assessing the situation and you're just an introspective person, which is a great thing. And you realize that you're doing that and they that they might be doing it back to you. And you, again, to reiterate Jack's point, which I think he elaborated very well, you just want to be assessed in the way that you believe that you should be assessed. It's like, like you don't want them to see you in a light that you don't want to be seen. Right. That you don't and agree like, with. I like being funny. So it's almost like if I don't do that, then like what, you identify, what am I? You identify you know? with being funny. Well, like, was like, I like, and I enjoy making people laugh. Absolutely. And if I like, don't do that. Who is? (laughs) (laughs) Who's gonna fill that role? When you walk into a room with your friends, do you also get that feeling, or is it only with people you don't know, or maybe people you don't know that like you or not? Yeah, when I walk into a room with my friends, I feel like. I need to stand out because I think all my friends are like sick, very good looking, like cool people. I'm like, ah, but they're not funnier than me. So I have to be, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, that, so that's not no, a bad, no. that's not a bad, you know what I, I mean? I get like, what that's you mean. the only yeah. thing I have on them. So you still, which, which you still get that true. feeling yeah. of, no. I have yeah. to impress these people. I have to be funny. Mm-hmm. I have to get them to like me in a slightly different way when it's your friends compared to not your friends, but you still get that feeling. When you walk into a room with friends. I think I think it's like both. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. friends and non-friends. Yeah, you still yeah, get that feeling. Yeah. You have to impress them and they have to like you in this moment. Yeah, which yeah. I think is a pretty normal human thing. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just me. But it's yeah. tough. It's tough. And I don't yeah. know like a good way to like... Yeah, I think it just stems... That. Like I said, I think it just stems inherently. I that mean, I had to... F- I, yeah. This might be the most like cliche advice, but I think it's just really true. Just like in those situations when you feel like you're trying, just be like, all right, just, just be genuine to myself. Like mm-hmm. it was, is that something genuinely I would say? And then you're like, yeah, like I would make that stupid joke genuinely, even if it <laughs> then be like, yeah, that's me. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't care what they think, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's like, I think anxiety stems with, you not being comfortable with yourself for everybody that has anxiety. So it's just all about being like, okay with how you are and stuff. Yeah. I think kind of piggybacking off your answer. What? Yeah. Sorry. I that was think, a little long. Sorry. No, no, no I think it was, it was really good. It's probably also very helpful. It's helpful for me to hear that from your, like someone who cares about you because I want you to know that, you know, I got your back whenever. I think one thing that I struggle with post God and just kind of, being more open and vulnerable with my friends is really letting them in when I'm like, I'm not having a good time mm-hmm. because it's one thing to say I had a bad week. I had a bad day. Something shitty happened today, but to a larger extent, you don't necessarily want them to know exactly what that means because you don't want to appear weak. Like I think one thing that I've not had an issue with, but it's something that I'm learning to do more and it scares me a little bit is just, even this like the deepest darkest thoughts and the ones that are the most fucked up for lack of a better term in my head like i think i need to be better about getting that out there like in for an example um i went on a hinge date and you know i came out feeling like i had a good time and there was room for a second one but getting out of a really long-term relationship where I've only ever really known one person. Yeah. It's hard for me to make those connections that this person is going to be not enough, but something different to get my mind off of that. Right. Like I think that I've had a lot of struggles with getting that previous person out of my head and being open to the idea of someone else filling in that role. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's also like, with that, I think I relate to that too. You already you opened yourself up to somebody, and you gave them like everything, and they told you all their like little idiosyncrasies and stuff. So like you you knew the ins and outs of each other. And it's almost like daunting to be like I have to do that again yeah. eventually. Like it's almost I play the scenario in my head. Like was that an overshare? Is that something that they yeah. don't want to hear? Is that right. what you know made things end the way they did or whatnot? But I think it's an opportunity for me to like rediscover what it means to fall in love and be in a relationship. Right. Because before I had met my last girlfriend, I didn't know what that was at all because I hadn't had a girlfriend. Right. And it's just a scary thing to think about because you know, I don't like I, there's nothing there for me right now in terms of talking to other girls that that just like, like, is it, is the effort to put it, to put myself out there really worth it when I like have only known one thing. Right. And it's, it's even harder when it's the first love, right? So all the points you just said, and it's hard not to connect the new girl you're going out with on a date 
and not compare it to the first girl for better or worse, whatever. It's hard not to always go back to girl one because girl one's comfortable and like you loved girl one and everything clicked. And now you have to try to refine that again, but in its own different way. And that's like, I definitely relate to that too. For sure. From my first, I think everyone can like listening as well, right? The first one's always unique. It's the first time you're experiencing it. And then I think the the second one in particular becomes more difficult because how do you let it just be its own true thing without comparing it to one the entire time? I think it's well, an, I think, sorry. I was going to say, I think I can offer some good perspective on that because out of the four of us here, I've been in the most relationships here and like the most serious relationships. And like something that I've learned, not <laughs> the most serious, different relationships. Right, yeah. And I think something that I've learned that Jack is dealing with with that social anxiety is if if I'm feeling like is this an overshare or do they care what if I want to hear this what I always tell myself is the person that I'm supposed to be with or who wants to date me they they won't think that they won't think that's an overshare and if that person does they're just not the person that's meant for me that's great that's cool you're a great person what you know you just yeah. like like a little bit of like lick your wounds move on I've like learned a little bit from it and then what I also want to touch on with um, tell me if I'm wrong with what you were saying with your social anxiety about like talking to your friends about it. And like what I've also realized is like, I don't care about seeming weak. Why I don't like to share is because I don't like to feel like a burden on other people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like when I share what I'm yeah. going through emotionally, then I'm putting that burden onto someone else. And I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm a burden. Yeah, I've had that conversation with one of our friends who's in college still. We were like just voicing that. But then we were always, we would always say when someone unloads on us, it never feels like a burden. Right, 100%. Exactly. Which is hard to overcome. I think it's because you're also within, it's hard to like say all that to somebody. Right. Like, so you're like, yeah. oh, I feel like a burden. And it's also like weird to like let all of that tension and like darkness inside release out. Mm -hmm. But you know it's, I mean? yeah, but it shouldn't be. You know, 100% yeah. agreed. Because it's fine when someone does it to me. Like I, I encourage yeah. it when people do right. it to me. And it's yeah. like, it's, I think the thing that messes me up the most is that I'm such a good listener, but sometimes it's really hard to verbalize what's going on in my head to what I want to tell you guys, right? Like right. there's so many thoughts racing around that I might not, articulate them in the best way for you to get a full grasp for sure. full scope of what's going on and just as much as it's easy to say yeah just be vulnerable like it's really 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 hard yeah at the end of the day like for me to sit in a room by myself and to be like i'm feeling sad is not a hard thing to do but for me to sit across from one of my best friends or someone that i care about and to tell them i'm feeling sad that is like a that's that's very it's a hard thing to do yeah and, I, and like i don't know necessarily there's so many reasons into why it is mm -hmm. but it's just it's just an interesting thing it's also every you can voice it but there's also that thought you're never when you tell somebody what you're going through it becomes a reality it's like they will never truly know what even if i tell them they won't truly know because my situation is so unique to me yep because i am i am who i am they are who they are it's going to be different even if we went through like the same thing we broke we both broke up with our girlfriends 
it's different. It's not, it's not the same. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what's something that ge- that's been giving you social anxiety now? Well, I feel like Sean can relate to this one as well. We're doing two different things, but similar situations as um, as being a counselor. Like I'm the only uh, 23-year-old cis male in the program. You know, there's a really? lot. Yeah. Oh. And I'm actually the only male in the program that's a school counselor. All the other counselors are clinical and mental health counselors. Uh, so it's the same program for it's both. It's the same program okay. we take. I'm going to... It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah. So there's not a lot of... And a lot of people are career changers. So they were teachers before or they did something else. And now they're getting into becoming a counselor or they have like... Some of them have kids and are like moms. And... You know, now that it's big on, like, we do group work together, I, I feel like I have a hard time, like, showing, like, my worth. Like, I like like that I am a smart person, that I am, a like, good to be a... Ca- it's it's kind of... I always kind of feel like I'm behind the eight ball with them and I have to, like, mm-hmm. prove my worth. Yeah, and mine's, mine's pretty similar to that. So, for some background, I work with all people older than us like everyone is 30 plus really most people are like 35 40 plus in like my entire department not just my team so i've struggled with that because i don't really connect with them and then also i started online so like i've met these people right but i've met them with their little profile pic on microsoft teams like not actually with them so now people have started to come back into the office and we had a happy hour last week like in the building so i went after work and i get up there and everyone is 20 plus years older than me and i'm just like what what do i say to these people like how do like similar to stevie like how do i prove my worth but even so like how do i just interact like they're not gonna listen to the same music as me or watch the same shows or do this like they're not doing the same things as me after work right so like i can do the little small talk like oh how are your kids how's this blah 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 like i have nothing to connect with them and I kind of been struggling with that because I feel like I'm usually really good at that, but I've been struggling with um, that at work, given like the age gap. I think um, with you two, I think I've realized this more since I graduated. People just don't know what the fuck they're doing with like they're just making it up as they go, and you just get better at it as you get older. Like when I was a kid, and I was like in elementary school, and I would talk to someone that was in college, I'd be like, "This person is an adult." this is what an adult is. And now I am that person and I don't feel that way. And it's also when you said, I can't really relate to these adults being a bartender. I, it's literally just like 40 year old men that come to the bar and we just like shoot the shit. And you can't like, you'd, it'd be, you'd be surprised at how much you can relate to them. There's this one guy I talked to. We just talk about movies all the time. And he talks to me about his kid and I, it's, it's just enjoyable to hear him talk. I talk to him about what's going on in my life and stuff. And I think people just like to hear different perspectives. So I think you just got to like realize, not, not, not that you don't realize I came out wrong. Just like think that, remember, yeah, that, yeah, we're, we all are just faking it. Right. I think one thing for your guys' perspective is that you can really benefit from talking with older people, especially when it's related to your profession, because they can give you advice or they can inform you of their past experiences and what they did because they were in your shoes at one point, I'm sure, 
it might not be for work. It might not be for guidance counseling, but for something different. My dad really likes to say that he knows a lot of things because he's seen a lot of things. He's been involved in a lot of things like experience is a huge, huge thing that we don't really have a grasp on because we're only 23 and 24 years old. We don't really, we haven't seen every part of the world. We haven't interacted with everyone, right? You can, like McPherson was saying, gain perspective from them and learn how that story that they told you at the happy hour, how, how that applies to your life or what you can take away from that to Mm -hmm. apply it to the situation that you're dealing with at home or whatever, whatever's going on. Like, I think that you guys have a really unique opportunity to, embrace the kind of uncomfortability of it because it'll make your relationship mean a little bit more than rather than just you know doing surface level conversations who won the game last night or what shows are you watching for sure and i think that's a good point with the whole uh experience and like what we forget about you know these people who are older than us that that they were like our age at one point Mm -hmm. and even though that like times are different and like things that we like are different but being 23 is still being 23 no matter you know if it's the 70s or right now you know like the things you got to deal with or they can relate to and they know it's tough and it's i also try to remember myself if i was in their shoes like you would you would want like they would 23 year old to be they I would, bet, they, I bet would, they would appreciate it if they yeah. if you ask them questions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you, oh, sorry. No, that's cool. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like they they want you to come up and talk to them yeah. and like interact, and they want to help you, right? Because yeah, they were in your shoes and like didn't have a clue what they were doing either, just like we are. And they it's would just carry, all about breaking down. They would the wall. carry yeah. the conversation too. Like they again, they've been in that position. Like they yeah. would they would lead you. And into McPherson's like, right too. Like I think I'm good at talking to people. I think all four of us are. It's more just. How do you remember that and just get the courage to go up and start the conversation, right? Like get over the butterflies and like right. the awkward 10 seconds and just like break the ice versus I not. feel like all you need, really need to get to know someone is what kind of music you like, what kind of movies you're into, who's your like favorite sports team, <laughs> like shit like that. Like that. Cool boys. Well, I appreciate the, the advice. I will definitely That was a that. solid S sesh right there it was i it was. really felt i think we worked some stuff out i feel very connected to you guys right sure. now and i hope that uh people listening can relate can, yeah and like we were taking some of that advice yeah exactly so jack on that note why don't you spin that wheel why not let's fucking spin that wheel 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 solid spin Ick. oh shit oh nice <laughs> nice so this was a uh, from your girl yeah, alex ellison alex ellison this, wow. is, a beef, this is a beef nature <laughs> question beef nation asked question leaf no she's it's a lady from our, it's from uh, our it's from our fuddies female buddy yeah so she actually uh texted me this personally she's like you guys should go over what your biggest icks are mm-hmm. in um, women and we're doing women because we're all here attracted to significant women. others. Yeah, significant, significant others. others. Well, significant others. Um, so I'll start this out because this is technically it's not mine, but it's my. It was not yours. It's not yours. It was a fans. This is a fans. It's not mine at all. This one goes to one to the beefers. Um, so my biggest ick is girls that try like really, really, really hard on their Instagrams. Like they have all the same filter on all of their posts, and it. 
I'm nothing against a girl acting like a like a baddie on the Instagram. You know, I love that. I love to see it. But when it feels like their only attention is the male gaze that they're looking for or just like attention in period. I'm not trying to say like I find it annoying when girls post on Instagram a lot or again post like a bad bitch on Instagram often. It's not that. It's like when you're blatantly obviously trying to get especially guys attention from mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. Instagram posts. Even though like I'm not trying to be rude, but it's just like that's your ick. Bro. There's a fine, there's a fine line to walk with it. I feel yeah. like like there's a difference between feeling confident and sh- just showing off. Thank you. Definitely. Thank Definitely. you. Way Great to way of putting it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Jack. All right, Jack. What's your ick? so? Uh, whenever they okay. tell me that they're bad at texting <laughs> or that they didn't have the time to reply, because we all know every one of us has our phone within three feet of arm's reach at all times. There's not a time we're not taking that with us on top of the fact that we're checking our phones constantly. Anytime you get a ring in your pocket, you're checking it instantly. You're also getting phantom rings pretending. I know people are on their phone. It's not hard to respond to a text. It takes maybe 30 seconds. And like we were talking earlier about love languages, it shows that you care Mm -hmm. and that, just because it could be a little tedious, it's not beyond you to make that happen, right? If I'm texting you, odds are we're not together and I wanna know what's going on. I wanna know how you're doing. I wanna know that you can hear what I'm saying, right? What's the point of leaving me on red if I'm just gonna reply right away and then we're gonna keep playing this game? Because I'm not the type of texter, especially with girls, to like leave it open, unopen or unread for a while because like what that's just delaying the inevitable and i'd rather get more conversation as quickly as i can right and sometimes i feel like i can like not reply to people or like have a super long delay but usually it's like to friends if it's someone that you're a hundred percent into and crushing on you're gonna text pretty re- like you know if you haven't replied to them yet or you know if they haven't replied to you so if they're truly into you they wouldn't let eight ten twelve hours two days go by without texting and you then back. it's always like Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was away from my phone. No, you weren't away from your phone. You just chose not to text me back. Right. And that just leads into you doing things that are more distance when we're together. Right. right. So I just think that those little things mean the most. Yeah. I know this says biggest ick, but that might be like, like best, like green flags is girls who are good texters. Yeah, for sure. And even like, some if, people are really just bad texts. Well, yeah. Oh, I'm, okay, fair point. Mm. I'm I consider myself an awful texter, but any girl that I've ever dated would not consider me an awful texter. Yeah, so and that's again, my point. Yeah, like it's it's it comes and goes. But I would say one final thing is that you know how easy it is to say, "Hey, I'm really busy right now. Like, I'll te- I'll call you. I'll text you in three or four hours, yeah. and then we'll talk." Like, but I just need to be away from my phone right now. That's how easy it is. Or. Don't if you're actually busy in texting someone. I love those multiple paragraph little texts about what you've been doing in the past couple hours, and then I can read off that. Just be engaged. With Just text guys. me back, okay? <laughs> Please. Act enthused. You know who you are. <laughs> Act enthused. All right, Shawnee boy. Me. What icks you? I would say when you're with somebody, 
and they have to be like next to your hip the entire time like when you're out at a like an event damn should we stop hanging out then (laughs) no it's you're different you're different you don't apply this rule but no like when you're like you know what i mean like you're at a date party yeah and it is hard when you're like at the other person's function because they know everybody else and you don't but if i want to go say hi to people right like yeah you're gonna come like come with me you want someone who's comfortable enough to be on their own yeah like they can at least like have a conversation with the person in the circle too or like try now it's definitely on the person whose function it is to be like oh by the way this is my date right stevie for sure and like stevie the, damn it stevie needs <laughs> dude i'm really just digging but then myself stevie a hole this needs pod. to like interact Make with people effort. yeah exactly like if you're just attached to me the entire time like can, that's like such an issue can, like, can yeah. I, yeah can i add on to this yeah please I've, I've dealt with this before what also pisses me off is when they're attached to your hip and like you're in a conversation and then they don't make an effort to like join in on the conversation that you're having. I just, I think that's you, did different. Did you bring though. them into the conversation? Like if they're, you should be like, oh, by the way, have you met my date? Yeah. Yes. Especially because yeah. if you have, if you're really into this person that you're bringing, you want your friends to like them and you want, you want them to like your friends, right? Like you yeah. want it all to blend well together. So in order for that to happen, they need to put themselves out there and build these connections with your friends without just being Sean's date. Honestly, that's probably like the thing I not worry about, but I'm just a little paranoid about is that I want my friends to like my future girlfriend wife as much as I do. It's a reflection on you. Like I want them to be able to hang out without me. For sure. For sure. Well, that's, that's my biggest ick. So last but certainly not least, McP, what's your biggest ick? I think my biggest ick in a woman is when they talk in a baby voice. I just can't deal with it, man. It's just like, it's but like, you like, like when I talk about the baby to you. You talk to me like an adult. It's just like when they're trying to be cute. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. You know what I'm like referring to though? Uh-huh. Like when people talk, you know what I mean though? Yes. I do. I just want you to elaborate. It's like, um, just <laughs> being honest. It's I like know exactly you, what you're talking about. But if you, um, <laughs> Like if you wake up next to a chick and yeah. she's like, "Good morning." <laughs> <laughs> May I have an like, easy oh little thing? Did baby get good sleeping last night? Did you sleep on? Does <laughs> 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 baby need a little hug? Not like that. They don't go like that. You look so cute when you sleep. <laughs> it's like, dude, chill out. Like, right? I'm leaving. Yeah, it's just like. And it's not like I get it. Like they're Is trying it to be sweet. It's just like thing? it's just like come on, talk to me. Like there's an a adult. time and a place for it. If it's like the first thing you yeah, hear, it's exactly. not going to put you in a good yeah, headspace yeah. to start the day. Sometimes it'd be like, "Bet, bet, bet." What's up, man? Sorry, I don't. Mommy's think- making milky for my cookie. <laughs> 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 it's like what? <laughs> so, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you just say to me? I don't think you heard me, but I was saying, um, do you think it's like an immaturity thing like when they talk like a baby you find it immature yeah i guess to a certain extent it's just like i don't know it's just it it's uh, just it not bothered, for you it bothers me so much i mean it would bother me i don't i've never dated a girl who's talked like a baby. but some like, people must like it right yeah for sure it's just not for you you know like you don't vibe with yeah hearing that but exactly some, yeah some people might like it like some people have to like it or else it wouldn't be a thing but like that's what makes everyone different right right it's not for me 
It's just not for you. It's not. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. That's facts. <laughs> Word. Unless they did it ironically, I, I would find that hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, you better not tell your, your girlfriend. Your girlfriend yeah. would do that. Like that would be the person I, that would vibe with you well. She'd be she like, would do that to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to scratch your back? And I'd probably be like, "Fuck!" You'd have, like, cover, you'd have yes. like, an awesome romantic date for her planned out, and at the very end, she'd be like, "Yeah, oh, like what if I what if I propose?" And be like, "Ben, I love you so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you." And she's like. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking over, man. You talked in a baby voice. It's a no-go for McPherson. Dog. <laughs> but what if... She's like, babe, I was just joking. No. You went too far. I don't fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's my ick. That, that's an ick. All right. Is it that time? I think it's that time, It's gentlemen. that time to spin that wheel, baby. Spin it. Let's do it. Spin it, spin Jackie. Spin that wheel. Holy cow. We haven't had a repeat yet. Let's go. What is it? Sauce colors. Nice. Sauce. Nice. I'm pumped Sauce this color. Sauce it up. So. Do too much. I just want to. Right. up. <laughs> so this was how can. What is the best sauce color? So you can only have one color of sauces the rest of your life. What color are you taking? I, I love this topic. I'm really stoked to answer it. But we need to determine some sort of order here. If it's going to be which is the best, don't you think we can't all pick the same? No. What's so- what sauce color do you want for the rest of your life? Oh, okay, we we changed the uh, context. I got it. Wait, I, what did you think it was? I I thought you were saying we're all like going to pick which one's the best, and then we can only each pick one. No, no, no you no, can no. only have I, one sauce color for the rest of your, your life. Word, yeah, word, word, word. I, I guess but you I, can have any sauce that's that color. I guess I go with white. I think I think another person might go with white. I think it's a good one. I'm a huge mayo guy. I have to have mayo on my sandwich. Every sandwich that I ever eat has mayo on it. So huge mayo guy. Love ranch. Again, said mm. I was gonna have it with my wings. So need the ranch. And then sour cream is great. Um, yogurt dill. Any yogurt dill. True. Is and you have some tzatziki. Tzatziki. Yeah. That's and, yogurt dill. And you have some aiolis. Yeah. That are um, is horseradish white? Horseradish is white. It's and I terrible. Love That's what it is. Oh, it's pretty. Good. I'm a huge fish sandwich guy. Like a tartar a sauce. Tartar, tartar sauce. sauce. So that's another good one. Um, White's a good pick. White is a good pick. What's the what's the uh, the marshmallow sauce called? I, I'm not sure. Fluff. But fluff. Yeah, fluff. Yeah. Fluff. Okay. But that's not a sauce. So you can you can take this away. Fluff is a sauce. Marshmallow I think sauce fluff is a sauce. You what? can take you can take this away from me. A hundred percent. But like Tostitos makes queso that Blanc- queso blanco, Blanc- bro. Queso white. Blanco. That's why you white got cheese, it. dog. You're yeah. chilling. Fuck like Vermont white cheddar. I yeah. love that shit. Let's go. Okay, but in liquid form. Yes. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think fluffs a sauce. White queso. <laughs> yeah, I think those are but fluff. It's like fluff a uh, like melted marshmallow. That's not a sauce. But That's a- I think it's like pe- you get peanut butter fluff. It's Jack, like you that, spread it. Jack, what do you think? Is peanut it a butter sauce? Is close to a sauce. I, like marshmallow sauce is a topping on ice cream. Like fluff is basically the same thing. Okay, so three to one, it's a sauce. Oh, it's, it counts. And I forgot about whipped cream. Boom. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's not. That's, that's cream. definitely not a sauce. Oh, I think whipped cream's a sauce, dude. 
What? Cool Whip might not be a sauce. Whipped cream is a sauce. What makes whipped cream a sauce and Cool Whip not? Is mayonnaise <laughs> a sauce? Yes. Mayonnaise yes. is for sure a sauce. Okay. Okay, I'm, let's move on from white. All right, yeah. yeah. So you took white. I took white. McPherson, do you have your color yet? Pass it along. Okay, I got Jack. You. Uh, I'm going to go with green. Uh, yeah, <sighs> great color. Pesto. Nice. Yep. Guacamole. Yeah. Yep. Salsa verde. Yep. To, there's like tomatillo salsa. Yep. Yep. Um, Hot sauces are green, like Tabasco green. Yep. I got one more of me. The green uh, enchilada <laughs> sauce. Avocado crema. Dip yep. Oh, that's a gas yeah. one. You can definitely make a lot of aiolis and different types of whoa, 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 hold on. So are we like, can you add lime juice to it to make anything green? Like, I don't think you can do that. Like, are you gonna like alternate a sauce to make oh, it green? I'm gonna put like green juice in like a in like sour cream and call it no. Oh, okay, okay. But like even what, um, what about applesauce? I would give you applesauce, Loki. That's I think it's not green. green. I think it's more. But what if it was made with brown. green apple? See, no, dude, no. The green is on the outside. Yeah. That's such. I was trying to help you. Are apples <laughs> white on the inside, you, man? I, was I would say apples. T one up. <laughs> yeah, what would you like? Apples are like a cream colored on the inside. Uh, bra- I, I would consider it, if someone picked brown, I'll give them applesauce. No, but what's the inside of an apple? What color? Tan. Yeah. Peach. Off white. Off white. Mm. Off white. Eggshell. But applesauce is like a yellow. Yes. Like brown. a yellow brown. brown. Also, if you pick either color, you get applesauce. Is uh is um. Aloe sauce, guacamole. <laughs> That's like a soothing thing said, for your that was body. The thing I said. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was you really can eat aloe one. though. You can. Ooh, like a nice like pickle sauce. I don't even know that's a thing. I, but it sounds I was good. Trying to your think sauce of color? A pickled dill. There's pickled dill aioli. Okay. Yeah. You Are you very cool to move on. Yeah, hundred percent. So I was going to go with green because I thought that would be a sneaky little a pick. That I'm not going to lie. Coming. You said it. Before the show, and I was like, I was trying to give you shit. credit. You I was said, trying to give you credit you should, for it. You said, you said pesto. No, dude, I want to give you credit for it. Are you kidding me? You inspired me. Thanks. Well, so then I'll not do that. I no, I. Mm, I feel like you're gonna go red as a McP. Pick whichever color you want. He's prepared. Then I'm gonna go red because you can do a lot with red. Fuck. Like, I don't, but I don't really like ketchup. So that's like kind of my issue. Ketchup is the most it's, mid sauce. It's overrated. It's over. It just tastes like sugar, but you get like a bunch of sauces. This hot sauce is red. For sure. Buffalo sauce is you like an orange. Barbecue I'm going to take it red. red. Barbecue sauce. Just give it a little barbecue hotter. sauce is a, sh- a stretch. I mean, like a hot barbecue sauce. Yeah. Um, the Mar- Polynesian marinara. sauce, marinara. marinara. That's a good one. It's like the meaty marinara sauce. Mm. Um, no, marinara is red. What's the sauce? It's the sauce that they give you with like shrimp, cocktail sauce, cocktail sauce. That stuff's good. Yep, that's red. So yeah, like red. It's I feel like solid. it's like, and they give it to you with calamari too. Yeah, they do. True. So I feel like red was a very. That's a good one. That would go like first pick overall. Dang, it's very good pick sauces. Things like marinara with mott sticks. Very versatile. Mm. Yeah, like red is a very, a very basic, it's a very but like solid ro- pick. Robust flavor. Yeah, it's not a sexy pick, but it's a good pick. It's an interior lineman. It'll good get pick. the job done. Good pick in the draft. It's a guard. White teller. Yeah, it's white teller. Great pick. I guess yellow. Just to mix it up. This is the only one left. I fucking hate mustard. <laughs> uh, no, they don't take it. They don't no, take it. I pick yellow. <laughs> Uh, Chick-fil-A sauce. 
smother that shit on everything. What else is yellow? Though? Ooh, yum yum sauce. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That was a good pull. A, a chipotle. chipotle yeah. Guys, this is my fucking list. All right. Uh, is Dijon mayo yellow? Yep. Yep. Is there it's Dijon? mayo and is ketchup yellow? What? <laughs> like when you mix mayo you and ketchup. You can't mix them. You can't mix them. You can buy mayo chup from Heinz yeah, in the yeah. store. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Is it not yellow? White and red. What color does that make? Pink. There's your answer. That a boy. Nice. I'm getting better. <laughs> um, What else is there? Uh, what is Do yellow? you like honey mustard? If you don't, I know you said you don't like mustard. I'll take it. Like, okay. It's <laughs> I'm, taking the, I'm taking the scraps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but Chick Fil A sauce, I think, is just a game changer on everything. And Yum Yum, that's a pretty and strong yeah. one. Dude, Yum Yum is strong fire. too. I thought yeah. Yum Yum was white. No, no, no. it's yellow for sure. A yellow this was orange. A tough, let's we'll, be honest, we'll, guys. We'll, we'll we can lump yellow. yellow and orange together because yeah. they're very honest, similar. Like you get, tough, a chip, you get a Chipotle. This was only. a tough one for McSeer. Speaking of orange, being colorblind, um, <laughs> doesn't even know what a color is. Speaking of orange, you know the song "Orange Soda" by Baby Keem. I finally figured out what he meant by orange soda. What? Uh, heroin. Oh fuck. <laughs> you forgot it. Yeah, you just blanked on it. it. No, what is an orange soda? She my orange soda shoddy. We can play five seconds of it. We no, can... it's a. It means something. It's not Phantom. What is the orange sh- soda? Crush. Crush. She's my crush. Oh. She's my orange soda shoddy. All right, fellas. Well, got a got a question for you. You know, let a little light into our lives for Beef Nation. Something, uh, what's something you guys have gotten into since you've graduated? So, you know, hobby you picked up, a new thing you've been doing on the weekends, anything really, you know, just share a little bit to Beef Nation about who you are. I can go first if you guys need me to. Um, Run re- it. Ever since college graduate, ever since I graduated college, um, college <laughs> ever since I've become a college graduate, uh, I've really gotten into European house music and pickleball pickleball is the sport of the future you can't tell me otherwise anyone can play it it's an absolute blast um it's so much fun i don't even really have much to say about european is it than tennis a lot it's it's easier diff diff but same same yeah same same like it's different it's like the same same. sport but just like shrunken down because it's, it's like a it's smaller it's like a big version of ping pong the best way to explain it is it's the in-between of tennis and ping pong okay because you still you use a ball that doesn't travel as fast right it's like a wiffle ball right and can't it doesn't bounce as high but then there is athletic movement yeah. still needed okay. thanks like for, tennis thanks for recognition for and that. like more hand-eye than ping pong because you are volleying and hitting ground strokes and then also strategy teamwork working with a partner and, it's super fun. It's a great sport. When you get a little pickling going on in the kitchen, for those of you who don't know, look it up. It's incredibly intense. It's super fun. It's a great way to exercise. Anyone can pick it up. And it's it's, it's a, a spot on the court. Like yeah. the kitchen is the in between the net and the end line, I would say. Like there's a little like yeah. two foot area that in the front of the court you, you can't, can't step, step in into. unless the balls hit into there and then you can hit it. 
after it hits the ground once. Oh, okay. We'll play some time. I just got a new set so we can all go out and rip some 2v2s. Fuck we'll, yeah. Maybe we'll live stream it for Beef Nation to tune into. <laughs> That'd be pretty lit. Yeah, Beef Nation oh. pretty nasty at the pickleball. But yeah, house music. Everyone should listen to house music. It's never a bad time house. to gyrate your hips. European in particular, right? Well, Sweet, this European I, house. I do European really like house. House, house music in general, but recently my playlist has consisted of a lot of European house music. I am I really love Fred again. That dude's awesome. You begin to know no, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, okay. He's mm. house music. Fred again. Fred again. All right, I'll put him on the list of things to listen Turn to. Turn on the lights with Future. Fire. Is Fire. he okay. is he Swedish? I think he's British. Uh, word. All right. What are you getting to, Sean? It's also a sport, but I have a softball team, a men's league softball team. You, you we're on your softball team. <laughs> you are no, but it's his well, team. For, it's his team. Like, I'm like the like the. The manager. Person. Yeah, I put it together and have to. And he bats lead off stuff like being good lead off. Isn't that bad? Oh, he's a um, great manager. I'm not saying you're a bad manager. Uh, player coach though. Yes, player Bill coach. Player coach. Yeah, Pete Rose. So that's been fun. The bootleg jerseys from tomorrow. China have like been pretty fire. Got a lot of compliments from the other teams. Sick game tomorrow, yeah. six o'clock. We're currently tied for first place in the standings. So one of our buddies, go Krusty Socks, had the great idea. Um, we should all four of us play in the outfield one game and have cameras and give <laughs> a, give the people a little taste of oh, what's that going would be, that would, dude that actually dude, be the funniest could, thing we've ever done i could live stream from left field no but yeah. have like a Next like a like, like a, a pov what's what are those cameras called oh dude, gopro I'm, gopro, I'm, gopro. Top of I'm in left we all know that you're well, in right maybe, i'm in right maybe i'll <laughs> I'm, in right. I'm in right <laughs> maybe i'll live stream tomorrow from the instagram so Ooh, tune in um i guess what i been getting into slash trying to get into um is like 30 second cold showers like right i've probably only done it like five times do you like do you turn like the shower to cold at the end of your shower or is the whole shower cold no i get in for 30 seconds when it's cold and i stop and, and then, then you like, go warm <laughs> what what i've been trying because i love cold showers they're great for your immune system they that's what i your metabolism right? yeah there's um, a lot of benefits i try to go as long as i possibly can it's tough it's bro. so tough it's so tough like i literally will be standing outside be like three two one three two one three two one three okay i'm going to start and then i get in it's a good way to get jacked up in the morning yeah not I, not like that but like um like wakes you up yeah i heard you're supposed to do it at the end of the shower so like I, yeah. you do your shower and then you go cold and then you stay as long as you can in that cold till you're done oh. mm. i might do that tonight i've started doing it it's pretty fun because then it's the same thing as you like how long can i go it's like i'm i'm out especially after you take a hot shower you your tolerance is probably a little increased because your body temperature has risen you know yeah, like after yeah. you take a hot shower yeah. like it'll yeah. cool you, you'll cool they down say, yeah. and then it'll be cold they say take hot showers at the end of the day because it like relaxes your yeah muscles it puts you if to sleep you, like, yeah. out. that's what the rock does anything he'll do i'll do for sure stevie what you uh you've been getting into since graduation you know man um i've just really been like token that reefer <laughs> for sure yeah. word dude that's sick. nice sick die bro i can smack a lot of weed can we hang out little, some more just a little bit so i can some weed beef nation <laughs> that's a wrap thank you guys for tuning in once again we love and appreciate all the support and feedback we've been getting share us to your friends to your family to strangers on the side of the road um 
you know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, advice, send them our way. Our email is thebeef4512 at gmail.com. We got an Instagram. The beef, the B.E.E.F. And then our TikTok is the beef4512. No, 512. The beef512. We're having a lot of fun with this. We hope you guys are too. Um, one love. We'll catch you guys soon. Bye, cuties.